Rainbow Me Kids presents Folk Fairy Tales. This little Spanish princess was given magical silver bells to protect her. Who would have known the evil she had to protect herself from? Listen to this tale to see how Mirabella gets saved by her silver bells. Silver Bells It was in a lovely pine wood that little Mirabella wandered lonely and hungry. The sand under her feet was very cool, and the pine tree sheltered her from the fierce sun rays. Through an avenue of tall but bare pine trees, she could see the big sea, which she looked upon for the first time. She was so faint and hungry, and she could not help but wish to be nearer to the waves. She didn't dare go near, though, because she remembered what her father had once told her, that little children should be careful not to go too near the sea when they are alone. Her father, however, had passed on. He was king of the Silver Isles, and for his goodness had been loved by all his subjects. Mirabella was his only child. Her stepmother, after her father's passing, had married again and wanted to get rid of Mirabella. The reason was so that her little boy Gligu might inherit the crown. So she ordered one of her servants to lead Mirabella into the pine wood far away and leave her there, hoping the wolves would find her and eat her. When Mirabella was born, her aunt, who was a fairy, gave her a silver bell, which she tied around the child's neck with a fairy chain that could not be broken. Her stepmother would always try to take it from her, but to no avail. No scissors could cut through it, and her strength could not break it, so that wherever Mirabella went, the silver bell tinkled merrily. Now, it so happened that on the second night on which she was out in the pine wood, the silver bell tinkled so loudly that a wolf who happened to be near her, hearing it, approached her and said, Silver bell, silver bell, do not fear. To obey you, Mirabella, I am here. At first, the little girl was very much afraid because she had heard of the cruelty of wolves. But when he repeated the words, she said, Dear Mr. Wolf, if you would be so kind as to bring me my stepmom, I would be so obliged. Off ran the wolf without saying another word, and Mirabella commenced jumping for joy, causing her silver bell to tinkle more than ever. A fox, hearing it, came up to her and said, Silver bell, silver bell, do not fear. To obey you, Mirabella, I am here. Then she said, Oh, dear Mr. Fox, I am so hungry. I wish you would bring me something to eat. Off went the fox, and in a short time, he returned with a roast fowl, bread, plate, knife, and a fork, all nicely placed in a basket. 
on the top of these things was a clean white cloth, which she spread on the ground and on which she placed her dinner. She was indeed thankful to the fox for his kindness and patted his head, which made him wag his thick tail. She enjoyed her dinner very much, but she was very thirsty. She thought she would try tinkling her bell. And no sooner had she done so that she heard the tinkling of another bell in the distance, coming nearer and nearer to her. She stood on tiptoe, and she saw a stream of water flowing toward her, on which floated a pretty canoe. When it got up to her, it stopped, and inside the canoe was a silver mug. But on the bows of the canoe. Was hanging a silver bell, just like her own. Silver bell, silver bell, do not fear. When thy stepmother comes, step in here. So sang the canoe, but she could not understand why she should get into the canoe if her stepmother came, because she loved her stepmother and thought her stepmother loved her. Anyhow, she took hold of the mug and, filling it with water, drank it up. Water, which is always the most refreshing of all drinks, was what the tired little girl most needed. And as her father had brought her up very carefully and properly, she had never tasted anything stronger. But her thirst made her enjoy the water more than she ever had. Suddenly. She heard someone screaming for help, and the screams came nearer and nearer to her. She turned around and saw the wolf, bearing her stepmother on his back. And however much she tried to get off, she could not, because the wolf threatened to bite her. Springing up to Mirabella's side, the wolf said, "Silver bell, silver bell, do not fear." To obey you, Mirabella, I am here. The wicked stepmother now jumped off his back and commenced scolding Mirabella for having sent for her. She said that as soon as she got back to the palace, she would make a law that all the wolves should be killed, and that if Mirabella ever dared return, she should be put in the dungeon. The poor little girl felt very miserable. And was afraid that her stepmother might capture her and throw her into the dungeon. So she stepped into the canoe and said, "May the wind blow through your sails, twinkle, twinkle, silver bells." The stream continued to flow, and as the canoe moved on, she saw her stepmother turned into a cork tree. And she bid goodbye to the wolf and the fox. On sped the boat, and it soon neared the big sea. But Mirabella felt no fear, for the stream struck out across the ocean, and the waves did not come near her. For three days and nights, the silver bells tinkled, and the canoe sped on. And when the morning of the fourth day came, she saw that they were approaching a beautiful island on which were growing many palm trees, which are called sacred palms. The grass was far greener than any she had ever seen, 
for the sun was more brilliant, but not so fierce. And when the canoe touched the shore, oh joy! She saw none other than her dear father. Silver bell, silver bell, do not fear. To protect thee, Mirabella, I am here. She was so pleased to see her father again and to hear him speak. She told him how she had been told by her stepmother that he had passed on. It was so nice to be loved, to be cared for, to be spoken kindly to. Everything seemed to welcome her. The boughs of the sacred palms waved in the summer breeze. And the hummingbirds flitting about seemed like precious stones set in a glorious blaze of light. Her father was not changed very much. He looked somewhat younger and stronger, and as he lifted her in his arms, his face seemed handsomer and his voice more welcome. She felt no pang of sorrow. She had no fears. For she was in her father's arms, to which the fairy silver bells had led her. You enjoyed tonight's fairy tale. Now see all the characters come to life in our new augmented reality children's book. O is for Oshun. Only on RainbowMeKids.com.